0: Hi, welcome back, hot fam. It has been a while. Honestly, I miss you guys. Honestly, I miss doing this podcast on a weekly basis, you know, just digesting some of the cannabis news that's going on and giving you guys my take and just giving you guys the info. You know, it's been a while. You know, honestly, I hope the holidays treat you guys well. You guys enjoy time with family, food. I mean, I hope you guys had a great new year. And honestly, I hope you guys are keeping up with your New Year's resolution. You know, I know right now it's January 8th. It's the second week of 2019, and I know some of you guys have already fallen off of New Year's resolution. I know I've missed a few, but listen, if you make it up until February, you'll probably last out throughout the whole year. And if I sound a little bit more coarse than normal, my voice sound a little bit deeper, no, I not get older. <laughs> it's, it's just I have a slight cold, so it makes my voice sound a little bit more raspy. But anyway, I'm glad you guys are back. Shout out to the high fam, high squad, Hamilton National Team. And again, anything you hear here, you can go back to the Instagram, take a scroll, you know, get a deeper dive into the subject that I'm talking about. And this episode is going to be about the biggest year in cannabis yet, 2018. Honestly, it's probably the biggest year cannabis has had since medical marijuana became a legal thing back in 1990s in California. Now... Jump forward a few decades, and we now see that California has legalized recreationally, not just medicinally, recreationally. This means that the government understands that cannabis is a plant that not only has medicinal value, but also has recreational value similar to that of alcohol. And studies have already shown that cannabis is less deadly than alcohol, clearly, and it's safer. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about 2018. So first things first, January 1st, 2018, California passes Prop 64, it legalizes cannabis recreationally. Everybody celebrated. And then now we look 365 days later, what effect has this had? Well, it matters who you're talking to. If you're talking to those who are on the legalization side, those who have a legal cannabis business, those who are flourishing, uh, it's amazing. You know, they're, they're, they're getting government sponsorship. They're being, you know, everything. They're, they're able to run their business without much fear. They're able to run their business safely. You know, they're able to at least use some of the California bank op, uh, options. Not everything is cash, you know. But if you talk to those in the black market, it could be tumultuous. It could be seen as, you know, a total robbing of your culture because some of these people who are in the black market they weren't just doing it for money they were doing it because they're doing what they love they were truly passionate about this plant you know yeah families who are making you know upwards of you know 300 500 half a million dollars a year who can't even afford to get a license because a license costs multitudes of hundreds of thousands of dollars in california in order to run effectively Now, of course, the number is being blown up out of proportion, but you guys get what I'm saying. It's hard for those in a black market to survive in a black market. I mean, it's hard for them to make money is what I'm saying. It's hard for them to make a living and be sustainable because now they have all these fees they got to pay, all these, you know, uh, inspections, all these, you know, all the red tape people go through. You know, honestly, great documentary called uh, Murder Mountain on Netflix. I assure you, it's not a horror movie. Uh, it's a mini documentary talking about hublo hublo county probably saying it wrong i'm a new yorker i'm sorry and uh emerald triangle and how a lot of people go missing you know in this area and particularly on murder mountain and they talk about this how these farmers these cultivators have been growing cannabis and they have no choice but to go legal because it's unsustainable to go and stay in a black market so hey and matters who you're talking to. If you talk to the consumers, consumers say, "Listen, the taxes are way too high." Remember that guy that ran for president, who was a who was a part of the rent is too damn high party. Listen, people in California are saying the taxes are too damn high. Twenty nine percent is ridiculous, honestly. And this is why a lot of people are still buying their cannabis from you know the black market. And in all honesty, when it comes to recreational uh, legalization, you're now seeing the consumer become much, much more legalized. Now, instead of buying your weed from the weed man who just has it in a, in a, in a container and gives it to you and is, you know, is a, give me my $20, goodbye. Now you're able to see lab testing. They're aware of terpenes. They're aware of the science behind what they're ingesting. And it seems like if you want to be successful in this industry, you have to be able to communicate quality and, 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 and why they should trust you over other brands. And, you know, growing pains, a lot of these brands in California have failed some of these lab testings. I mean, we've seen California fight back, you know, really sink their teeth in and issue out thousand plus cease and desist orders for those who are operating a cannabis business illegally. I mean, if they can't afford to be licensed, it's, it's kind of, it's like we said in the early episode, it's almost similar to what you see in the, you know, higher education field where those who can afford it can go, right? And those who can have to rely on means of taking loans, you know, in order to put themselves in a worse financial situation just to be able to compete with everyone else. It's, it's interesting. It's quite interesting. But this episode is not a deep dive in California. This episode is a deep dive on 2019, the biggest year cannabis has had to date and i'm sure 2019 will be bigger now before we move on i urge you yes you the listener are you interested in becoming a part of the cannabis industry then why not just go for it you know uh just a couple of weeks ago we posted pictures on our story that was basically saying this could be you you know this could be you operating a cannabis laboratory this could be you being one of the pop brothers at law you saw that funny video they had that's how everybody shut the f up <laughs> best legal advice you can get, it could be you. You know, you don't have to just be a grower. You don't have to just be, you could be a, a brand designer. You could be a, a, a graphic designer, set brand designer. you could be a brand, a graphic designer. You could be a marketer. You could be an accountant. Anything you want to do to be a part of something that you already take part in after work, you might as well do because 2019, 2020, and, and, and the next few years are going to be imperative for those to jump in industry to want to be in there to be in there because once that train take off, it is gone, folks. It is gone. Anyway, I sound stuffy because, hey, listen, guys, I got a cold, perfect timing. I don't know if the universe knew I was going to have a podcast and it said we're going to make his voice a little bit more deeper <laughs> and sound sickly. Anyway, uh, Canada, Canada is the second biggest headline of 2018. They are the first G7 nation to legalize cannabis. I mean, it's just huge. Canada is a a, a, a leading nation in the world, and their economy is is, is bolstering, and to add cannabis to it, it's only going to make that economy even grow more. Now, a little backstory on what's happening here in Canada. Canada is a bit more different, and a bit different than than the U.S. Why? When it comes to how they sell their cannabis, it's much more governmental oriented. You know, the government is who uh, partners up with companies like Kronos and Tilray to help distribute, you know, their products in Ontario and different provinces in Canada. Um, it's so strict, in fact, that they don't even allow reflective packaging on their weed products. You know, if you go to California, you go to anywhere else where it's legalized, like, you know, um, Colorado, and uh washington oregon you're going to see the packaging is very attractive it's very sexy it's very alluring you know it's very true to american culture america for for some reason america has a a keen ability to just produce great brands and are just great at imagery and selling and allure however canada is doing the opposite all right they're going for the gray blob gray bags very simple they actually banned celebrity branding you know like of course everyone in canada's gonna be like put snoop dogg on a bag i'm gonna buy it hey where's cannabis i mean worst canada accent i've ever heard but they banned it because they didn't want children to be you know allured by you know a famous face or allured by reflective packaging and bright colors so they did that's what they don't allow um Is that going to have an effect on their sales? I don't know. I mean, already, they they legalized, what, in October, early October, and already now in January, they're already running out of cannabis. Excuse me. They're already running low and cannot supply the demand that's there. This is what happens when you have governmental regulated business. I mean, of course, Canada's different than America. America's, you know, capitalistic. They want you to run your small business. You know, Canada only really allows for big businesses to flourish. That's why you see these multi-billion dollar valuations happen so quickly and so numerous. I mean, competition is fierce in Canada. Kronos, Tilray, Aurora, uh, Tilt. I mean, there it is a bunch more that I'm probably missing that are either on the stock market or on the Canadian stock market. Because, listen... <laughs> For some reason, Canada seems to be a better place. For some reason, because Canada is, fed, is federally legalized, it's easier for you to incorporate and get some of the government subsidies, taxation, uh, cushions, and all these other things that come with being big companies in 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 uh <clears throat> in these nations. Kind of lost my point there, but the point was I was saying is uh, Canada legalized cannabis. They're growing exponentially. These businesses are are huge. I mean, they're even exporting cannabis to Europe. You know. And it's very interesting to see the difference between Canada and uh, America's uh, legalization. (laughs) You know, the fact that even Mexico this year, or 2018 rather, has mentioned that it is illegal to say that cannabis is, in fact, sorry about that, lost my point. What I was saying is it's very interesting to see what the future will hold when you have a nation like the United States, surrounded at both of its borders by two countries that are looking towards or have already legalized cannabis, what will they do? I mean, what, five years ago, everybody was saying, oh yeah, we know legalization is coming. It's just, people thought it was a decade away. People thought it was decades, plural, (laughs) away. When in fact, it is closer than it has ever been to being fully recreational legalized for adults in this country. Honestly, distribution in America is going to be a big thing because someone has to transport this, this cannabis from this cannabis and hemp from Canada to United States, United States and Mexico and South America. It's going to be quite interesting to see what the cannabis, you know, market and, and, and overall industry will be like when you have a whole continent <laughs> all legalized. Anyway, getting ahead of myself here. Now I didn't mention do it. I just kind of jumped in there. Mexico deemed illegal cannabis is unconstitutional. So what they're doing now is they are fine-tuning, taking their time, their weeks, their months in order to write their uh, their legal mandate dictating what it means to legalize cannabis, what are the rules, what are the regulations, that and the other thing. Honestly, they're probably just conversing with the cartels, making sure that they're fine with it. Am I right? <laughs> no, let me stop joking. But Mexico is looking to legalize cannabis very, very soon. I mean... All I'm seeing here is that the world is waking up to this new idea that not only does cannabis have medicinal value, it's not just something people use who are degenerates. No, it is something that is healthy for you. We have an endocannabinoid system. Just like we have a skeletal system and a nervous system, we have an endocannabinoid system. And, you know, um, <clears throat> studies have been shown that ingesting of cannabinoids, whether it be CBG, CBN, CBD, THC, I don't see a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, that's a lot of letters for those who don't know. I'll we'll probably explain that a letter, a letter episode. Stay tuned for high school where we go in depth about these cannabinoids and what they are. So the Delta 8 THC, etc. Anyway, back to the show. That ingesting these cannabinoids can actually replenish the body's natural cannabinoid production, right? So with that being said, not only do we see Mexico legalized cannabis recreationally, we also have seen the UK legalize cannabis medicinally why did this happen quick uh recap uh a mother flew back into her country of the united kingdom with her you know medicinal marijuana products for her son who has very very dangerous levels of epilepsy i mean his epilepsy is is deadly he could die i mean in any uh epileptic episode they took away the medicine the child got sick she was saying listen you guys are willing to kill my son all because you guys say this medicine is illegal that caused the whole public outroar in the uk i mean social media tv shows channel 4 bbc everyone was talking about this because you're literally about to let this child die because you're saying this plant (laughs) is illegal i mean a plant so naturally they came around they legalized um, medical marijuana however it's still very difficult to get if we continue on towards the east we see that the first eastern asian nation has legalized cannabis in thailand yes thailand has legalized medical marijuana we know thailand is famous for their thai sticks and who knows what you know honestly what i'm very interested in is to see what the cannabis culture around the world will be like i mean we're called Temptation national over i mean anyway right and to see how different places around the world uh, take cannabis, develop their own culture, their own styles. I mean, the fact that they have their own joint called tie stick or their own way of smoking called a tie stick, which is basically, you know, taking the cannabis, uh, pressing it together, wrapping it around with a string and basically producing a hundred percent cannabis cigar. Very, very interesting. Um, now back to the States, we even have the first Midwestern state to legalize cannabis in Michigan. Yes, Michigan has finally legalized cannabis. Now, why does this matter? Well, if you guys don't know, you know, Michigan has gone through a bit of an economic crisis, you know, due to their factory shutting down due to the economic downturn that happened earlier, you know, earlier this decade. It really caused a downturn, excuse me, on the the, uh, on the uh, economy of the state. Excuse me, I'm getting distracted. I mean it was so bad, folks, that they were literally selling houses for a dollar to get people who are realtors to come in and resuscitate their economy. So it's it's a no-brainer why they legalize cannabis. If you look at a, at other states, you see the other states that like for instance, Nevada. Nevada is making a hundred and fifty million dollars per month on average, 140, 150 between there. On average, a month. That's making every politician salivate and rub their hands like Birdman. Yes, the rub your hands like Birdman is back. I know you guys made fun of me because of it, but it's true. It's 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 very 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 true. And so, hopefully, we can see the economy, you know, bounce back into shape. Hopefully, we can see even minorities in Michigan take part in this new cannabis revolution. And let's be honest, cannabis legalized. Michigan is legalized. They're literally right there, right next to each other. We're going to see a lot of inter, inter uh, country commerce. Very interesting. I, honestly, I would love to just travel and see what stories are like in these different places. Because listen, Michigan. Who knows what the cannabis culture there is? You know, who knows what the cannabis culture in Ottawa or in Toronto compared to you know uh, British Columbia? You know. So yes, 2018, excuse me for the stuffy nose, is the biggest year cannabis has had since the 90s when medicinal marijuana was actually taking seriously. Now, 2019 is only going to be bigger, folks. It's only going to be even more amazing when you have states like New York and uh, New Jersey look to legalize cannabis. You're going to see even Florida consider putting recreational cannabis on the ballot for 2020. Excuse me. Florida is a red state, folks. I mean, I'll be my jaw will drop once I see Texas legalized recreationally because, you know, these conservative states do not want cannabis legalized because, listen, they probably have their money deeply invested into these, you know, medicinal companies as they probably should. I guess whatever, you know, do, do what you want to do with your money. I ain't judging. Um, But listen, cannabis is that new frontier. And it's either going to be left in the dust or you're going to be, you know, Going with it. I mean, you're going to be on the train in your industry doing whatever you can do to be a part of it. Whether you're a media personality, whether you're like a Mac Drizzle or Cola Puffs who are making dope, hilarious, fun content. You know, whether you're educational, you know, whether you're a news media source like a Beard Bros or, you know, Hampton National. Or Whatever you choose to do in this industry, you can do, folks. And that's probably my biggest message here. 2018 doesn't have to be a big year where you say, damn, all that happened and I missed out. 2018 should be a wake-up call. 2018 should be that alarm clock on your phone in the morning and you don't hit snooze. Where you're able to see that this thing is going. It's not just a trend. It's not a fad. It is something that everybody has a chance to to take a part of. Now, of course, you might not have the capital to be a part of it. But it doesn't mean that you can't, you know? Go back four, four and a half years ago. I had no clue, you know, what part of the industry I wanted to be in. I knew that I loved hemp. I mean, how can I even skip over the fact that hemp is legalized now? Let me go into that. So four years ago, I didn't know what I wanted to do in the industry. And I realized that I didn't have the capital. I was still in school, you know, trying to figure everything out. And I realized that hemp had the ability to do a wide array of things, right? Make 50,000 different products. It can build homes. It can be a superfood if you eat the seeds. I mean, you name it, hemp can do it. It can make batteries. It can make plastics. Listen, it was amazing for me. So it was a no brainer. and I wanted to spread this knowledge, you know, with the world because Instagram was just becoming popular in 2014. It wasn't what it was now. It was just becoming popular. I knew it would grow because Facebook bought it for a billion dollars and look at where we are now. Now, I might not be you know, 100,000 followers, a million followers, but I've gained a tight-knit community of people who you know, love to know what's going on in the cannabis world, who love and appreciate hemp and cannabis overall, and really like to even join the discussions and the comments and concerns. And I appreciate you guys for even being a part of this. But to see now that hemp is 100% legalized is completely amazing. The fact that our government has caught up to you know, what all of us have been preaching forever, you know, a plant that has been around for thousands of years have only seen it being illegal for only a couple decades. You know, what was it 1937? They figured out that, hey, look, this hemp thing, this hemp thing is going to be a trillion dollar crop. We need to stop this right now. OK, because if you're in the in the lumber industry, you're in the oil industry, you're in the steel industry, folks. You have one plant that could do all of those things and do those things If not up to par, almost up to par, like, for instance, hemp is has a 10 time is 10 times stronger than steel in impact force, which means if you're driving a car and your car is being hit, it is stronger than steel on that impact and uh, uh, not crushing, you know, as soon as it happens. It's an extremely strong material. Um, It can make batteries, sustainable batteries. You know, it can make obviously hemp rope, hemp fiber, hemp clothing is going to take off. I'm telling you, hemp clothing is going to be like the fancy, fancy, uh, only the fanciest people wear hemp, right? I think so because it seems that hemp right now is very expensive to wear. Like a, 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 a socks, a pack of socks costs like $50. There ain't no way in hell I'm buying a pack of socks for $50 just because it's hemp. But when I actually tried it, I got gifted it by a company, Kind Hemp Co., Extremely, extremely comfortable socks, man. I mean, it like wicks the sweat off your foot. It's comfortable. The more you wash it, the softer it gets. Hemp is a wonder material. So I'm glad you guys are here to enjoy, you know, seeing this change in cannabis culture. And I want you guys to know you can be a part of it. You know, this could be you. You know, a couple weeks ago on our, on our on our Instagram, we made that this, is, this could be you to inspire you guys to say that, you no, know, I don't have to just sit here in the passenger seat, you know, as this cannabis car is driving along. I can be a part of it. I can get my own car. I can drive in it. You know, I can go where I want to go. I'm seeing unique products from, you know, cannabis uh, coconut oils being used for all type of different things. I'm seeing people with epilepsy literally change in a matter of seconds after taking CBD. I'm seeing CBD take off as this billion dollar industry. And I'm seeing now CBG and CBN taking off too. It's, I mean, listen, who knew insomnia was such a huge issue in America now that CBD is being isolated? I mean, CBN, excuse me, is being isolated is going to be used as a product in the future, right? I predicted this in one of our first episodes on the podcast that all these cannabinoids are going to be like how Omega 3 was. In like late 2010s, I mean early 2010s where Omega-3 in your eggs, Omega-3 in your milk, Omega-3 in your orange juice, just Omega-3 everywhere. Now we're seeing CBD everywhere. It's in makeup, it's in uh, uh beauty regimen, it's in literally everything. And then honestly, I think they're adulterating CBD, but it is what it is. It's, it's naturally going to happen and it's going to, you know, level out soon enough. But either way, folks, I don't want to keep this episode too long because we have a lot more content for you guys coming up this year. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being there from the beginning. All you OGs out there, don't be afraid to reach out. We know you guys are listening forever. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so, 2018 was the biggest year for cannabis yet. 2019 is going to be even bigger. Let's see what happens, and we will bring you up to date so you can stay in the know about what's happening in the cannabis world. Stay tuned and stay high, folks. Hi, TV. Oh, I want to mention that the podcast is officially today, January 8th, 2019. The podcast is one year old. Now I'm considering either deleting all of our 2018 episodes. So they got, you guys can like, you know, look at our Instagram and see that. And in order to read and catch up on, or we might just, you know, We'll figure we'll figure something out maybe we we'll only allow the first few episodes to be available and allow the other episodes you know if you pick to, to, to you know i don't know should i start a patreon what should i do guys i know I'm, I'm building community here and i want you guys to be a part of it so if you feel passionate enough reach out to us let us know happy birthday to high tv video content coming soon interviews don't be afraid to reach out if you're in south florida you're in the cannabis industry, we're looking to interview you, talk to you. Um, if you have any cannabis events going on around the country, I mean, you want to fly us out to do an interview, do content, we're up to that as well. Anyway, isn't it awkward when someone says bye twice? Like when you say bye to somebody, y'all walk the same direction. <laughs> it is awkward for the next five minutes. Anyway, stay tuned. Stay high, folks. ITV. Hi, this is Devs from Hembitter National, and I hope you guys enjoyed the latest episode from Cannabis News Now. Now, we are looking for a unique quality CBD slash hemp brand that I'm sure our listeners and users on Instagram will love. Now, if you think you are that company, don't be afraid to reach out and hit us up at Hemp National Co at gmail.com or DM us at Hembitter National on Instagram. See you soon.